0: Well hello everybody What is happening? We're going to film Junkie Live on your Tuesday, December 7th How's everybody doing? Sorry I was a little late, it happens, you know Sometimes it happens But hopefully you guys are having a good Tuesday, December 7th, man Ah, alright, who's out there, who attacked me, what's going on guys, everybody filing in right here, ah, bang, bang. yo, what's up Abel, we got Jesse, ah, restore that Slenderverse, baby, that's right, ah, uh, Mr. Lane, yeah, can see Lane's here too, yes, there he is, ah, who's else here, we got Mr. Fear Jason, always good to see ya, Selena, Kyle, here too, Howdy, Stephanie, haters still coming after, of course, why not, it's what I do, just trigger them mother effers, got FC Geek right here, what's going on, yes, Mr. Eric Patterson, nice to talk to you, You're devolved. move on, Snyder Feds, it's a new era, dang, got somebody here saying, move on, get him, get him, just kidding, don't get him, it's fine, it's fine, haters just can't move the fuck on, right? <laughs> I know. I even said I wasn't gonna talk about it anymore, but hey, what can he do? They're gonna still talk about it for the at least for the rest of the year. That's what it is going on. Black Joker. Nice to see you. Hey, let's get nuts, Special K. Yes, like it. Hi, mom. Mama Film Junkie is here. Yes. Hey, Dave. Hey, Lane. How's it going? Still trying to still trying to figure out what what was he right about. Thank you. Appreciate it. It's been a very Metallica uh, mindset right now, so you know that's what he was doing. Hey, what's going on, Ariel? Good to see ya. Good to see ya. Hi, how's it going, Aron? Good to see ya. Good to see Aaron. Is it Aaron or Aron? Arun, I should say. Yeah, good to see ya. Ah, we got Sly here. Hi, Rosemary. How's it going? I'm doing pretty good actually. Not too shabby. Daniel, nice to see ya. Ah, uh, who's Josh Whedon? Who's, is he related to Josh Whedon? I don't know who Josh Whedon is. Uh, well, when will Henry come back as Superman? <laughs> it's all that. It's all that. Uh, oh, man. You very well could be. Master of Puppets. That's right. I'm the Master of Puppets. What's going on? Hey, Mr. Bradley. It's been a little bit since I've seen you in the chat. What's up, buddy? Nice to see you. Nice to see all of you. Thank you for joining in. Of course, smash that like thumbs up. Uh, I mean, not too much to talk about. Not too much to talk about. It was a relatively kind of slow news day. But, of course, we got some Black adam that we're going to be talking about. And then an article that came out yesterday about antitrust and the whole Warner Media disney merger thing that, that I didn't cover. I totally forgot to uh, even cover that. There was a lot to cover yesterday. It's always funny because usually the Monday show, yeah, there's just a lot of things to cover so then, yeah, and then you get to the Tuesday and Wednesday, and it's like, not as much, which is crazy. And then, of course, we'll talk about those Spider-Man No Way Home projections. We already got people talking about how much movie, how big that movie's going to be. <laughs> Obviously, talking, you know, looking at the uh, the numbers of pre-sales and whatnot. So, anyway, uh, hey, that's right, Jose. Uh, I saw that on there. You're in uh, Chicago. Uh, greetings from, yeah, I hear it's like pretty cold up there. Yeah. Good night, man. Thank you for uh, popping in, at least, and saying hi. Appreciate it. Yeah, I saw on your Twitter that you were over there in Chi-Town. I've always wanted to go to Chicago, you know? Never been, but I've always wanted to go. Always wanted to go, so one of these days, I think it'll happen. I think it'll happen one of these days. Why not? I wanna... I've wanna. i been in New York City, you know? I have been there. I went there about, I don't know, 10 years ago with some friends. A lot of fun. Uh, but I would like to actually, you know, visit some of the other major cities like Boston, Chicago, you know, Miami. I, have I been in Miami? I don't think I've been in Miami either, but I don't know. One of these days. But uh, yeah, anyways, uh, hopefully you guys are having a good day. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Make sure you subscribed to the channel. If you want to become a member, do so. We do a members only stream every Tuesday. So after this, we do a post show members only stream. It's always great, great stuff right there. So, you know, always, always digging that. Always having fun with you guys after the show and then of course I got the patreon uh, hopefully um, man uh, I'm trying to figure out exactly when we'll do the next patreon stream something just came up for Saturday so I don't know if it's gonna be Saturday maybe we have to push it to like Sunday or something like that maybe because uh, yeah someone's birthday just came up so and I, that he just hit me up and said he's having something today so I might have to push both streams to Sunday we'll see what happens though we'll see we'll definitely see what happens um, so but anyway, so do that. And then, of course, you got the uh, the Film Chucky closet with merchandise, merchandise, merchandise down there. So, yep, pretty uh, pretty easy peasy day. Not too shabby, you know. I think it was pretty fine. But, yeah, like I said, it was just for some reason, it's just after work. I, I was like, oh, you know what? I need a nap. I wanted to take a nap. Took a nap, and that's why I was kind of delayed. <laughs> Took a little bit of a nap. It was a power nap still, but it just kind of just, yeah, I shouldn't have. I probably shouldn't have done that, but what we could do. Yeah. What's going on, MR1? Good to see you. Yes. What's the business? The business is movies and we're going to be talking about it. So yes, look at that. See, Bradley, you come back and everybody's just like, hey, welcome back, Bradley. Good to see you. See, see, it's always it's a family here. It's a family environment. It's a party. It's a party. I still have a day job. Yes, I do, Mr. Sly. Still, still, sadly, hopefully one of these days, soon, that maybe I could just, you know, you know change that up. You know, always trying to do the, the whole, the grind of, <laughs> my goal is to just not have a regular day job. <laughs> that's, that's what I want. I want to do this. want to do this. And, uh, you know, and anything else where I could just be like make you know, literally make your own money, not just get a paycheck every couple of weeks, you know, doing that stuff. But, you know, it's not like it's all bad, but, you know, it, it keeps the time. But, uh, you know, the goal definitely is always going to be to be that entrepreneur guy that, you know, make my own make my own nut, I guess you could say. So we'll see what happens anyways. All right, guys, let's get to it. Let's go to the, let's get to the tweets, huh? Let's see what happened in the Twitter world today. Boop, all right. let's see what happened in there. Uh, whoop, whoop, whoop or We got all that? All right, we're good. We're good, we're good, we're good, we're good. All right. Um. Minimize that. All right, let's go to the tweets. Here we go. Let's see what happened in the Twitter world today. Um, well, first off, guys, I I, I must say after after um, my video last night, I will have to admit, um, you know, because this guy Justin right here, he called it out and I'm just going to admit it, you know, because he says right in the beginning, just say you don't want them. okay? so I hate to say this, guys, but I just don't I don't want the Justice League. I don't want the sequels, man. I know it's hard for me. It's hard for you to hear that. I know. But I'm finally revealing myself. I mean, obviously, I mean, ever since the whole you know graphic novel thing, it's just like you know, I I I have to just accept what I that I don't want them. I just don't want the, I don't want live action Zack Snyder Justice League sequels. I just don't. I'm done with it. Oh, exclusive. Oh, yes. I know, Chase. Oh. All right, feels good to get that out there. Oh, weight lifted off the shoulders. Oh. That's right. It's finally revealed. Fake fan. Fake fan right here. Fake fan. So man, I'll tell you what, it's just it just feels so good. Just, I'm, I'm all about what Warner Brothers is doing, you know? Everything like that. I just want everything. I, I just want to leave it behind me. That's what I want. That's what I want. You know? Ha! <sighs> yeah, there's still people. There I hey. They're still talking about it. I just thought it was funny because I had, like, I don't know, five different people send me this video, and I was like, or this tweet, I should say, and then it was just like, all right, I'm going to make a little joke about it. But, yeah, apparently, yeah. Uh, you know, it's just funny because it was, uh, the, the the clip is about, you know, when we're talking about how much Zach is doing over at Netflix, and it's like, oof, you know. But, of course, right after Planet, he could just, you know, jump right back into to. Huge Justice League sequels. It's like, no. If anything, he's going to have to, like, he's going to have to disperse it out. Like I've said over and over again. Either a bunch of different directors or a different medium to do it. I don't know. We'll see. Again, not trying to kill the optimism. Tweet it out as much as you want. Talk about it as much as you want. But it's all about what Mr. Zack Snyder wants. That's what it's about. It's not what we want. It's what he wants. Anybody get that line? Spaceballs. Anyways, okay. Ah, moving on. Hey, Two Face. Look at that. So here's like a little mock-up of uh, of Tommy Lee Jones's Two Face. Pretty interesting. I always it looks it looks very red right here. I mean, obviously when you watch the movie, it's more purple-esque, purple red, maybe a little more maroon. But yeah, little test prop right there. I think it looks kind of cool. I like it. Pretty sweet. And then, hey, come on, I mean, Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves, we love this. Keanu Reeves is awesome. I I, I really think he's just like, he he was put here just to be so awesome. But he's he's explaining to this kid about VFX, you know, VFX, I guess, is on the set of uh, Resurrections right here. (laughs) (laughs) Movie screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's so heartwarming i tell you what i tell you what keanu reeves is just i mean he's literally a godsend he was put on here just to be the best man in the world best awesome guy in the world that's for sure dave did you read the uh deadline about sag's new no i did not i didn't see that definitely didn't see that maybe that'll be a topic for tomorrow I didn't see it, but uh, but hey, guys, if you go to my Twitter, I probably should have posted this down below. Um, but hey, apparently, you know, I think I talked, maybe I talked about it yesterday. I know I didn't talk about it yesterday, but I don't know. Apparently, uh, Fandom right here, Fandom Awards. We've got some Fandom Awards right here. I posted the link on my Twitter. It says, Fandom Awards 2021 Best Movie Podcast. So apparently, I'm right here. So if you guys want to, uh, you know, you want to uh, check it out, I don't know. I can't. Let's see. Maybe I could pull the. Uh, I could pull the. Uh, I'll, I'll post it right now. I'll post it in the chat if you guys want to go vote. It's all in good fun. But uh, yeah, I'm up there with uh, you know Campia and everybody. You know we got Point Dexter. We got four nerds. We got Robert Robert Meyer Burnett. All these guys denim nerds. All those guys. So yeah, if you guys want to do that, hey, give me a vote. Let's see if we could take. See if we could take these, uh, take these guys on. There you go. I just posted the link. Just posted link in the link uh, in the chat if you want to go uh, give me a vote. Why not? It's all in good fun. I, don't, I mean, if you don't want to, it's fine. Or if you want to vote somebody else, hey, that's perfectly fine, too. There's some good people on that list. Yeah, there you go. Link is right there, guys, so go ahead. Yeah, if you, if you don't want Campia or anybody else, you know, go ahead and vote. Yours truly, Dave the Film Junkie, so... Um, This is pretty cool right here. So, obviously, press junkets are happening, of course, with Spider-Man No Way Home. And, I mean, this sounds pretty awesome right here. Apparently, John Watts has taken a page out of the Sam Raimi... uh, Book of filmmaking, right here. So, this is what Tom Holland had to say about that. Yeah, so there definitely was. Um, I think also something that John Watts did really well is he would call it the Raimi cam. The Raimi cam. And he cam. would do these like really quick smash push ins on characters, which is something that Sam Raimi, I suppose, was quite famous for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, John definitely uh, paid respects to the previous two movies. Yeah, so, definitely- so there you go. We're going to get some of that Raimi cam. I love I love obviously that scene, the scene the best scene that, Raimi, that had the Raimi cam was of course when freaking Doc Ock started waking up and the arms just started knocking people off. I mean, come on. That's one of the best CBM streams streams scenes uh, ever. So, and you know, Raimi was very good at that. If you watch like of course, you know, you watch the Army of the Dead trilogy, you watch uh you know, like, Army, specifically Army of the Dead 2. That's when, you know, the first Army of the Dead I love so much. That's my favorite of the Army of the Deads. But, you know, Raimi was still, that was like his, basically, his, you know, it was his first movie. So he was still trying to find his footing. I think he found it when it came to Army of the Dead 2. And you got a lot of those uh, quick zooms right there. So we're, hopefully we get, if we're going to get some of that in there, man, we're gonna, definitely going gonna uh, to be getting that in Multiverse of Madness right here. George Perez, man. Apparently, uh, I mean, there's a whole thing that was revealed about him, uh, if you guys didn't know. But I thought this was cool right here because a lot of people were uh, talking about George Perez today. Uh, we'll talk about what he what, what he released on social media about what's going on with his health. Pretty heartbreaking. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's like a whole thing. I, I retweeted it. And, uh, we'll talk about that, but I thought this was pretty cool that he, uh, with fans, with a cosplay fan, he reenacted this cover right here, of course, so, really good stuff, love it, but, uh, we'll talk about that, it's, um, yeah, it's always heartbreaking when somebody who's just awesome and creative is, uh, you know, fighting, fighting something, so... Kevin Feige's discovering cinematography, real sunsets, now Raimi Cam, dynamic light. I know, right? What's going on, Steven? I mean, what's going to happen next? I mean, he's going to realize that, wait, maybe these (laughs) these movies, they haven't quite looked that cinematic, have they? (laughs) How about that? Wow. I love that. I mean, that's what's so great about this, right? So great about it. Reaching this new era of (laughs) of MCU where it's like, hey, why is it that all these uh, movies are starting to look better? I mean... Regardless of what anybody says about The Eternals, and, you know, I I even was not, it's not, I didn't think it was, you know, the best thing, even though I I do want to watch it again, just to, like, take it in for that second viewing, but, I mean, let's face it, cinematography cinematography was pretty damn awesome, and uh, no green screens that were in some of these locations, which is great, but speaking of uh, this blue motherfucker right here, so... What's the reason why Jamie Foxx is Electro? Hey, why is he not blue? Why is he not all done up like that? Because, you know, some people, including me, and even watching it again, I didn't mind his design in Amazing Spider-Man 2. I didn't. I didn't mind his design. But, um, but you know, I can understand that the the, the diehard, like, you know, I hey, gotta be like the source material. I, I can understand, like, those guys, like, not too happy about it, I guess. But uh, according to Amy Pascal, I mean, basically the main reason why Marvel promised Jamie Foxx he wouldn't be blue in Spider-Man No Way Home. I think I even remember Jamie Foxx posting on his Instagram, or I think it was, where he says he won't be blue or something. And, uh, yeah, they basically they had to sell it to him that, hey, man, you're not going to sit in a makeup chair for four or five hours be electro we'll, we'll make it pretty uh, minimal and we'll work with our vfx artists and you won't all you'll have to do is wear some you know some some crazy stuff you know uh, arc reactor and some electric stuff and some timberland boots you'll be all right cool so yeah according to amy Pascal, that's what she said right here in a recent interview with comicbook.com many pictures Executive Amy Pascal revealed that the studios promised Fox that he wouldn't be blue for his return to Spider-Man No Way Home. And uh, yeah, so that was probably the biggest selling point, because like if you're going to come back. Well, I I don't want to have to sit in a chair for like six or, you know, five or six hours. (laughs) So that's the reason why. But what I'm curious about, though, is how do how do they explain it? What are they how are they going to explain the fact that he doesn't look like he did in Amazing Spider-Man 2? Is it going to be an Electro that's from a different multiverse that's that still had the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man? I don't know. I mean, when you talk about the multiverse concept, I mean literally you can have just like infinity amounts of, you know, multiverse just every little decision you make is, you know, another decision you make is uh, you know, it's another multiverse just for one little thing. But uh what the hell sorry my light turned off down there i was like wait a minute that was weird i didn't even touch it anyways but yeah so i'm kind of curious of how they explain the fact that he's just you know this dude that's wearing like this kind of suit that has looks like an arc reactor on it that just goes down normal you know a suit that you know he's wearing some good old work boots and everything like that i guess he uh, I, I don't think he hate i think he hated sitting in the chair I think he hated sitting in the chair and putting on, you know, the makeup. Because even though it was, you know, a lot of it was practical. Obviously, they had a lot of practical stuff when it came to uh, the prosthetics, when it it came to Jamie Foxx. So, putting all that stuff on. So, I mean, obviously, a lot of stuff added in post. But that's the reason why, which it just makes sense. Because you want to try to get Jamie Foxx back. You know, you got to promise that, hey, you're just going to come in. We're going to we're going to put you in front of a a green screen. We're going to put you in a harness. It's going to be fun, Jamie. And you're not going to have to put on all this shit. I just wonder how they're going to explain it. If they do, they might not even explain it. They might just like gloss right over it and be like, "Yep, that's just Electro. We're not going to explain why he's not blue anymore. Okay. But I think they have to because it Cause of a little arc reactor thing so just another villain that Tony Stark pissed off it's probably what it's gonna be anyways hey Amy Fox is sexy how about that look at that Jesus Clark. ah that came across uh, the feed and it's just like jeez that's uh that's our lowest lane right there 100% you get you get it we get it Clark we get it we definitely get it ha ah so hot yeah uh fandom said Daredevil director admits he has no idea whether the series is Canon in the MCU but when asked whether he'd consider returning he replied I do anything for Charlie schedule permitting so that was Stephen and uh, Denight Stephen Denight I should say um, who of course did a lot of the a uh, lot of the uh, Daredevil directing Episodes and whatnot. Um, he has no idea what the heck's happening, you know, because, <laughs> you know, Feige doesn't give a shit about t- telling the people who were like involved in the first round of stuff. Who knows? I would imagine that it would be something, right? There, there, it would be kind of canon. They did kind of reference some things, right? So it kind of makes sense, in fact. So uh, this is pretty cool right here. Uh, Mr. Sam, Sam Gallant made this right here basically man that's some good vfx work right there even the lighting and everything and the camera movement very good job sam very good job with this because obviously he ripped this from the uh, star lab scene after after um, silas you know got you know got taken out so and he just kind of put it right into uh right into the nightmare kind of scene right here and just the movement and everything i mean talk about attention to detail very excellent gif right there very excellent gift. What's going on, Andre? How you doing, bud? Uh, and yes, guys. <laughs> okay, so I've been watching this today. So basically last night, last night I got five copyright claims, four of them on this stream. And then, of course, I clipped out the Matrix you know, trailer breakdown and reaction. Yeah, so last night I got a copyright claim from the Graham Norton show clip. With uh, Cavill and Holland, the Lorraine clip with Cavill, the Matrix trailer, obviously, and then this into uh, the cr- across the Spideyverse um, one. And then, of course, I got the Matrix one twice because I clipped out. I did, a f- you know, I clipped out my my breakdown and my reaction. So <laughs> five copyright disputes I had to put in for claims. And I'm just, like, I, I was, like, counting them down. I got one more to go. One more to go, which is the Graham Norton, Holland, and Cavill clip. That's what it is. Damn. It's okay. It's okay. We'll we'll be all right. The Graham Norton clip will be fine. And then, hey, look at this. Guy Ritchie's new movie, which I am already all about because, I mean, look at this cast. Look at the cast. Look at the cast. Not too shabby right here, man. So we got, of course, Operation Fortune. Um Guy Ritchie film, his new one, of course, Stan Jason Statham. So we got Hugh Grant, we got Josh Hartnett, we got Aubrey Plaza, yes. Carrie Elways, and then Bugsy Malone, man. Look at this. It's quite a cast, I would say, and it's a Guy Ritchie film. You know, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be watching this for sure. I love the gentleman, by the way. And then here's the George Perez thing, man. I mean, it sucks. It really sucks. Posted on the, uh, uh, through the FB page, but uh, this is pretty much the breakdown of it. But uh, comic book legend George Perez has announced through his Facebook page that he has stage 3 pancreatic cancer and has six months to live. Man, that's not good. That sucks because it's pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic cancer is just, I mean, that's almost like a death sentence, but you never know what could happen with modern medicine. But, man, it just kind of sucks. It just sucks when, you know, you get some of these creative people that that have just done so much great work and, you know, given us so much great stuff that uh, that they get they get this. They get this, and you just kind of wonder, like, why? 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 I always, you just got to wonder why, but, and yeah, it breaks it all down to, I read this whole thing, and it's just like, man, surgeries and just, you know, ugh all kinds of stuff to try to do all this but man when it comes down to it man pancreatic cancer just freaking sucks i mean that's just that's just where you don't want to get it for sure because man i tell you what i'm sure we've all had either relatives friends or just anything and it's just it just wipes you out like real quick like that too man so that sucks that's gonna that's gonna be i mean ho- you know say your prayers do whatever you want you know like anything just put it out there put those good vibes out there and maybe he could p- pull through this thing and uh hopefully he can hopefully he can That just that really sucks it does really sucks yeah swayze yeah pancreatic cancer swayze got that freaking sucks it always sucks when uh you know some of these people just you just you get that you get dealt that card and it's it's it's, it's crazy it's crazy uh, we got Weta Workshop right here uh, that posted this, of course, their beautiful Nightmare Batman, a shot of Nightmare Batman, that one-four-scale statue right there. Um, I wonder if Scott, Scott McClellan, I wonder if he's getting it. Who knows? And then tomorrow, guys, I think, or no, Thursday, sorry, Thursday, we're going to have uh, the Halo series, the live-action Halo series that's going to be on Paramount+. Plus. They did a little tease of the trailer, and I'm sure you guys saw this master Chiefs looks pretty good I mean the costumes look good oh, 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 oh. yeah Ah, looking pretty good don't miss it though we got the uh, the game awards that are happening Thursday and apparently yeah, we're gonna get a full trailer look like looks like it jeez looks like it uh ah, yeah the gentleman was great gentleman's great uh, happy, I can't believe Ocean's Eleven came out 20 years ago. Holy shit. Holy shit. I love this movie. I love this movie a lot. I watched this movie like crazy. First Ocean's movie, 20 years ago. That's insane. Crazy to think about. And hey, the boys, the boys, uh, Twitter handle posted that. here. He's here to protect and serve whether you like it or not. Blue Hawk right there. So we got our first look at Blue Hawk. Interesting costume. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. And then we got Miss uh, Susie Creates Cosplay. She was on the Vodka stream uh, a couple months ago, posting that head of hers, um, not her head, but the head of Steppenwolf. That's right. Look at that. Pretty awesome stuff. I love how creative, I love how creative cosplayers get when it comes to TikTok, because if you're a cosplayer, you need to get on TikTok for sure. That's just the place to go. It's definitely the place to go. And, um, yeah, they're flourishing. Liz Wonder, uh, Adi Rodriguez, man, they're all kicking ass over there in, in on TikTok. So that was just a cool video. Cause I remember, remember on the Vodka stream, she showed us that she showed us that that head right there, that head she created. And that thing is huge. Like she made it pretty much to scale. This is pretty funny right here. Uh, speaking of Henry Cavill and Superman and Zach, look, Henry, what it what is? And then he's all, I don't know, bye. And then. <laughs> It's it's a pretty good uh, sequence of four four images right there. I like it. So that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. I like that. We got that. Hey, Cavill Superman. Obviously, a lot of people were talking about that today. We'll talk about that, too. And, uh, of course, if you saw the breakdown and all the other little film junkie shots, yeah, we'll talk about that, of course. Hey, remember this kid right here, which I've used this meme or I've used this gif so many times. He's a legend. He just got himself a trophy. Okay? He's a state champ. So this kid right here in this gift that you've probably used yourself. Look at that. Football star, man. Look at that. I love it. He's a state champion. So that's what he looks like now. <laughs> I love that. I love it when you see like an update on some of these gifts that we, you know or memes that we've used so many times over the years. But yeah, so <laughs> he'll, ever, he'll always be known as the, the, uh, the awkward kid, you know, the awkward eyes. I don't know how many times I've used that GIF, but now he's, hey, maybe he's got a career in the uh, NFL that's going to be coming up. And he'll just be a true legend. It's pretty awesome stuff. Batgirl, uh, definitely going to be a Christmas movie because they are filming right now, Batgirl. And here's some set photos right here. Not showing too much, so not too crazy, but they are filming right now, so... Yep, definitely gonna be a winter Christmas type movie, and this is badass right here. Look at this. So we got the uh, we got the uh, cow, and then all this art like on the cow. Look at that, man. That is so cool. See you in hell. Especially the shot of him. Oh man, so good, so good. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I like to see, man. When you see people putting their art forward. And then people making awesome gifts like this. <laughs> I mean, come on! That's a that's an awesome gift. That's a truly an awesome gift right there. I love it. I love it. Uh and then yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. Man, yeah, we got some more art right there. Uh more art right here, which is pretty cool. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I I would say that's pretty much it. I mean, I talked did I talk about this yesterday? I don't know. There it is. I don't know if you guys had this. I had this Batwing right here. I had a different version, though, I think. I had one that didn't have, like, a silver cockpit. I had the one where Batman was actually in the cockpit, I think. But, yeah, this this thing was sharp. This thing was definitely sharp. Definitely sharp. So, yeah. That's pretty funny stuff. So, And then, of course, uh, Zach... Zach even posting about, you know, and even talking about that, how it started, how it's going. Look at that. Pretty much that's when we talked about it yesterday. The fact that Variety at one point said Warner Brothers currently has no plans to release the Snyder Cut of Justice League either in theaters or on HBO Max. That's a pipe dream. There's no way it's ever happening. And then now what happened yesterday? Variety posted their top 10 films of twenty twenty one and guess what was number 8 of course was Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's just you just love to see it. You love to freaking see it. You really do. You really do so. And then here's some cool Spidey art right there. I like that. Uh like that. And that's that's pretty much uh that's pretty much it right there. So, that's what it happens with all the tweets. All right. Let's talk about some Black Adam here, okay? Get out of there. All right. Let's talk Black Adam. So, Basically what's happening is total film released some more. It's it's funny because yeah, we got some good cover, you know, images of uh, Dwayne Johnson, but everything else is always just it's always just behind the scenes and nobody else. <laughs> when are we going to get a costume reveal of everybody else? It's always just Black Adam, Black Adam, Black Adam. But I guess You know, we got plenty of time for they could show us some Dr. Fate. They could show some Hawkman. They could show some uh, any of that, I guess. But um, he does do some talking right here. So let's see. The first part of the article or the interview. Oops, did I just click something that I shouldn't? Okay, yeah, I did. Okay, so close that. Too many clickety-click-click-clicks. Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam is here to be destructive in these exclusive images. So we got some images right here. I mean, I'm telling you what. I, I The costume looks pretty fantastic. And the fact that there's, like, probably barely any padding. You know, it's basically just Dwayne Johnson just... That's just his muscles right there because he's just ridiculous. He's absolutely ridiculous. But I'm just saying, like, you look at a, the image like that and you want, you know, and I love and I do love seeing the behind the scenes images because, you know, they, as cool as they look, obviously the actual image that's going to be shot with that camera right there is going to look so much better, but. You know, I'm just really just digging. I mean, the fact that, I mean, you get the, this is very much, if you look right here, you know, around the waist, I mean, that's pretty similar to, you know, kind of like a Superman costume right there. A little bit. A little bit. You know, that's cool. And then, of course, him in the cloak right there, which looks cool. And then him just looking at the scene that he just did uh, and that big vein in his head that is just like totally shadowing from the light right there. So that's cool. But yeah, so this character, according to, uh, to Johnson, is a bad motherfucker. And that's what attracted him to hold out for 10 years to play him, despite numerous opportunities to play superheroes in the intervening years. That is pretty interesting. Which, which superhero roles was Dwayne Johnson offered prior to this? He held out? I mean, we always wondered, like, I remember for a while there, a lot of people were wondering if he was going to end up playing Jon Stewart, Green Lantern. That was like years, years ago. A lot of people were fan casting him to play Jon Stewart. Glad that didn't happen. I didn't think, now John Stewart wasn't for him. I think, I think Black Adam's going to fit for him. But it says, official offers never happened. Uh, it was always conversations with studio heads, he tells. But there was always something unique, different about Black Adam. He was a villain, an antihero, depending on your interpretation of what a villain is. I love this idea that his plan and rage comes from loss and was fueled by oppression. And at some point, he refused to be held down, held down anymore. If you wrong him, his family, and or his people, then you will die, period. That is just that simple. Damn. So you'll he'll, he'll just die. You'll just fucking die, apparently. One thing's for sure, Black Adam is set to shake the DCEU to its foundations on working with um, Colette Sarah. Again, after Jungle Cruise, Johnson says, right from the beginning... We uh, we gelled because it was like okay our goal and our north star is the hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about is about to change can we stop fucking okay (laughs) Uh, I'm kind of I don't know about you guys I'm getting kind of tired of the whole hierarchy of the DC universe about to change okay I mean I guess we're gonna be hearing that until the movie comes out but my God it's not like Black Adam's actually going to say that this is a rock statement I mean I guess it's the wrestler in him you know. They always have to have the catchphrases. He once said, can you smell? Can you smell what the rock is cooking? Now it's just the hierarchy of the DC universe is about to change. That's what he keeps saying. And it's just kind of like, all right, we get it. So do it (laughs) or something, man, you know, please. Uh, And then there's the cover right there, which again, that costume just looks freaking awesome. It really does. It looks badass. It really looks badass. And then. Uh, there was this one right here where he talks about Superman. That's right. Obviously, we want that to happen so badly. And the fact that the, Dwayne Johnson and Cavill are both represented by Danny Garcia, it's like, what is going on? We heard, of course, Cavill talk yesterday. Obviously, the man still wants to play Superman. He still has the costume in the closet. I mean, come on. He's excited. He's absolutely he, And then we saw that image from, I don't know how many years ago, I mean, how many years ago that was now, where they were sharing some tequila, you better believe that they were talking about Superman, Black Adam, all kinds of things, but um, yeah, it's just, so I know some people were not too happy by what Johnson had to say right here, but... You know, let's just kind of go through it because, yeah, I still think that we can have some faith when it comes to it. Faith, Alfred, faith. Exclusive. I don't know who the Superman is going to be, and I don't know who's going to play him. Ouch. Now, we could take that as, as in, you know, oh, fuck you, Dwayne Johnson. How dare you? Um, you know, we, we, yeah, you could do that. Or you could just be like, he can't really say anything. I mean, he's a studio guy. Let's face it. Dwayne Johnson, studio guy. I mean, all these actors are they are studio guys. They want to if the studio tells them not to say things, they're not going to say things. And I know that that quote right there, you know, stirred up a lot of, you know, some controversy because that's all we, you know, we just love to talk about. There's a power shift in the DC uh, that's going on in the DC uh, universe where once Superman was the most powerful being and now comes Black Adam. Dwayne Johnson will soon be bringing the antihero to the big screen and total film sat down with the actor for the new issue of the magazine to talk about bringing Black Adam to life. Johnson reveals that the team behind the movie knew exactly what they wanted to do with the character and were... Also, acutely aware of what they didn't want to do. That's right. This quote right here. This quote right here. This is another thing, too. The pitfalls, guys, that we all took part in, that we all saw, especially in 2017. You get one shot out of the gates to build these characters properly. We paid attention to some of the pitfalls that other films had experienced in the past in the world of DC and what? rightfully, got a lot of fans unhappy and pissed. And I, and as a fan, I was one of them. So now obviously there's some people that think that maybe he's shitting on the Snyder Snyder movies. I don't think he is. I don't think he's shitting on the Snyder movies because remember, he actually did. Didn't he actually tweet out, release the Snyder Cut when he was like going back and forth with Ryan Reynolds? He did actually do that. I think he was more pissed about what happened when it came to Justice League. You better believe that Dwayne Johnson Took a look at Zack Snyder's Justice League and went, okay, you know, I would say that I'm, I'm, what that's, I mean, that's the hope, right? That is really the hope because there's always the worry that we're just going to get another generic superhero movie that's going to be amped up a little bit because Dwayne Johnson's in it. I mean, I like Dwayne Johnson, but let's face it. Sometimes, you know, does he do anything like super groundbreaking? Not really. I mean, he's that action hero. He He is what we used to watch when it came to Arnold and Stallone and all those guys back in the 80s and 90s. He's just like an amped up Super version of that, you know, essentially when, when you're in when, when you're in uh, Furious seven with a broken arm most of the time. And then you just like rip off the cast and your arm is still glistening and freaking huge. And then you take a minigun and you just start firing at. You no, know, I mean, come on. it's Jesus Christ, it's crazy. And then he says, so let's make sure we respect tradition and mythology, and let's not be handcuffed creatively. We can do anything if we can, if we keep the audience first. So, to me, there's a battle that's going to go down one day between Black Adam and Superman. I don't know who that Superman is going to be. I don't know who's going to play him. That's okay. I don't need to know right now, but I'm confident in knowing that <laughs> that... And that's based out of what fans want. We work backwards from there. So it just shows you right there, guys. You know, if he's uh, if he's kind of like yeah, trying to do some things here, and we know that they, uh, him and Cavill, have met and him and Cavill have talked. And I'm telling you, I'm just really just going. All right, please, come on, please, please, let's do this. Let's do this. We've seen Batman versus Superman. So why not Black Adam versus Superman? That would be pretty interesting. So pretty much what he had to say right there when it came to uh, DC and some of the pitfalls and whatnot. I mean, yeah, I mean, for all maybe he was talking about other things. Who knows? But I'm I'm. I'm going to try to hold the optimism that he was actually talking about what happened mainly recently, I guess you could say, recently. I mean, I'm sure he'd probably enjoyed Shazam, which is totally fine, but maybe he didn't like some of the stuff that was happening recently. I don't know. But specifically what happened with Justice League, come on. You better believe. I mean, when when you got Cabell and his pretty face gets all messed up in the beginning, I mean, that's got to be pretty bad, you know, so... Um, we'll see. I guess we'll see. For Black Adam, he needs to be more like his role in Faster, uh, and Faster in uh, Hercules, less like Hobbs. There you go. Like I know Hercules kind of just went nowhere. That was like a passion project for Dwayne Johnson, and it it really didn't capture a lot. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. It was better than that other Hercules movie that they got. But and aren't they making another Hercules movie with like the Russo brothers or some shit? I don't know. Dwayne Johnson's last good role was The Rock. <laughs> nice. So you liked him when he was in there? Yeah, I'm kind of wondering, like, how long is Dwayne Johnson going to do, like, the action hero big, like, you know, brooding dude shtick? you know? Is he ever going to challenge himself when it comes to acting? That's what I like about Dave Bautista. I mentioned that yesterday because, obviously, Dave Bautista just landed a role with M. Night Shyamalan. And, you know, you just kind of wonder, like, was there ever a thought of just doing that? Or is it just... it? Or it's just Dwayne Johnson's just going. You know what? I'm just gonna make shit, do shit. I'm a big entrepreneur. I'm a businessman. This that, and this. I don't know if it's ever gonna get to a point where we're gonna get a dramatic Dwayne Johnson role. I don't know if we're ever gonna get that. I think we might see some interesting stuff here because one thing about Black Adam is the fact that the matter is is like it is something different. It is something different for Dwayne Johnson because he's not essentially the good guy. Yes, he's the anti-hero, and they're we're gonna they're gonna kind of make him the good guy. Sure. But it is going to be kind of interesting to see that. Even, like, when I showed my dad the opening clip, he was like, wait, he's a bad guy? You know, it's just kind of like, whoa, you know, a little bit of a curveball there. So, I don't know. We'll see. But for fuck's sake, can we just – I don't know. Can we just get cavil? We want this guy. We just want this guy. That's all we do. We, we just want this guy back. Okay? And Dwayne Johnson, please, just – Henry Cavill is our Superman, okay? This guy right here, he embodies him. He looks like him, okay? He can he can go toe-to-toe with you, okay? This guy, this guy right here. Yeah, I don't know. If uh, Dwayne Johnson ends, ends up, like, saying something about Superman again, let's just start saying, <laughs> just, just tweet to him, like, Henry Cavill is our Superman or something like that. I don't know. We'll see, though, but... Yep, yeah. anyways, okay, on to the next subject, all right, so this, uh, this article right here, kind um, of, this showed up yesterday, I didn't talk about it, because like I said, there was plenty of other things to talk about, but I know some people were interested in, uh, in some of it, geez, man, um, but uh, here's the article right here, it's from Variety, and it's interesting, But, I mean, it's kind of like, I I think we've always kind of get this when it comes to big mergers. They always kind of do stuff like this. But, God, what is up with all the ads everywhere? Anywhere you click on a screen now, it just takes you. Anyways, all right. So, uh, Congressional Democrats sound antitrust alarm with Justice Department over Discovery Warner Media merger. Mmm, those, those, those damn Dems, those fucking Dems, man. They're just trying to destroy America. Democrats in Congress are taking aim at the pending $43 billion merger of Warner Media and Discovery, pushing the Justice Department to scrutinize the transaction on antitrust grounds. I'm pretty sure that's something I remember reading and hearing something about. This was also happening with Disney and Fox. I think when that happened, I think it came from the other side, though, because Trump was in office. I don't know. I remember reading something about that. Uh, and then it says, in a letter sent Monday to Attorney Attorney General Merrick Garland and Justice Department Antitrust Ch- Chief Jonathan Cantor, the legislators assert that too much consolidation in media will hurt competition in Hollywood's labor market and result in less diversity overall in content. What? Okay. Um, but again, um, Disney owns most of... <laughs> most of Most of the film industry. So, I mean, I guess hmm, that's just kind of funny. It's like, all right, this transition, this transaction raises significant antitrust concerns. In particular, the merger threatens to enhance the market power of the combined firm and substantially lessen competition in the media and entertainment industry, harming, harming both consumers and American workers. The letter states in light of these concerns, we respectfully urge the department to conduct a thorough review of this transaction to ensure that it does not harm American consumers and workers by illegally harming competition. So I think we'll be all right. Is Kevin Feige behind this? That's what's happening. I knew it. No. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to do that. They probably will do some kind of investigation. I think it's just like common practice when big things happen like this. So, um, But, it, I mean, it sounds like Zaslov just wants to have as much content out there as possible. And he's just like, let's content, content, content. Why not? The letter was spearheaded by U.S. House member Joaquin Castro of Texas, Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts, House member... David, yeah, all these people and blah, 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 blah. Politicians, politicians. The outcry over the transaction unveiled by AT&T and Discovery in May is a sign that media watchdog organizations and others are preparing to step up public pressure on the Biden administration to monitor the pace of M&A in Hollywood and beyond. That's weird, though, because I always thought the Dems were all about Hollywood. Uh, you'd think they'd be okay with that. They usually seem like they are, so... Uh, I don't know. I don't know why they're getting all in a huffy-puffy, because, like I said, I mean, Disney over there, I mean, they, they, they literally bought 20th Century Fox. It's like, they have most of the industry. I mean, I'm not sure, like, when it comes to, after this merger, like, how much does Warner Brothers own when it comes to in the industry? I'm sure it's still not as much as Disney owns. So, I mean, if you're going to worry about that, you're going to, you know, I would say worry about... Disney a little bit more not uh not these guys but I think we'll be okay I think we'll be okay uh I think we'll be okay they're not gonna nothing's gonna happen I think Zaslav's gonna come in hopefully cleans house and then hey we get some better you know well I think we got some good content that's gonna be coming out but I don't think we have to really worry about this it's always a thing It, it just seems like it's always a thing it's a big merger thing I don't know but uh it's just kind of funny And when you look at all that, because, you know, Democrats are always about Hollywood. I mean, every everybody in Hollywood, you you have to pretty much say you're a Democrat or else you might get ousted. I mean, that's that's just that's just the way it is right there. So you think they would be like, yeah, more, more, bigger, bigger. Let's do all this stuff. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I think we'll be all right. Don't worry. I think, you know, merge is still going to happen. And like I said, hopefully they hopefully they oust some of those people that are within Warner. It'd be nice. Be nice. All right. So we got Spider-Man. That's really small. Let's make that bigger. There you go. Uh, we got Spider-Man right here. So we got some projections. Spider-Man No Way Home. I mean, obviously, like if you try to buy tickets for Thursday when they went on sale, you were waiting for quite a bit because everything crashed. Everything absolutely crashed when it uh, when it came to that. So... Uh, Here we go, right here. No Way Home's opening weekend swinging toward massive 190 to 250 million. Mind you, this is just domestically. So it says right here, according to Joe Blue, Spider Man No Way Home is swinging toward a massive opening weekend at the box office. According to Box Office Pro, Spider-Man No Way Home is expecting to earn between 190 and $250 million domestically in its opening weekend. To begin, pre-sales for the film have been outstanding. Well, that's if you ignore people selling their tickets on eBay <laughs> or fighting each other in the theaters. Yeah, we all saw that. Just to see the movie during the opening weekend. Be that as it may, tickets of Spider-Man No Way Home are selling like Aunt May's wheat cakes. Okay, setting up one of uh, the biggest box office returns of the pandemic era. While films like F9, No Time to Die and Shang-Chi and The Legend of Ten of the Ten Rings have all fared well against COVID restrictions. Spider-Man No Way Home is inspiring people to flock to the theater because it stands to change the Marvel Cinematic Universe for forever for real this time you see Spider-Man no way home comes packed with yes 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 we all know that we all know that Um, yeah so it's set to do that and then when it comes to actually I remember even reading something too, where I mean they're thinking that this is already gonna I remember even reading another thing too when it came to the international numbers because that thing was selling out like crazy I, I they were saying that first opening weekend when it comes to like internationally it might reach a half a billion dollars already I don't know like I said, I think this movie's gonna hit a billion dollars. I really do. I think it's gonna pass a billion dollars. Do I think it's gonna do endgame numbers? I don't think so. But I do think it will cross the billion dollar mark. We'll see. I think uh, the biggest thing is is if there's not too much fan disappointment. <laughs> that's the that's the thing. If 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 somehow like Toby and Andrew were not in the movie and the word of mouth was people were disappointed because they're not in the movie, then you would see a significant fucking drop in the second weekend for sure but we all know that they're in the goddamn movie um we all know that so i am i'm just i'm just saying it's gonna reach a billion i think it's gonna reach a billion i i really do i think it's gonna pass a billion uh i just don't know how far into the billions it'll go but it's definitely gonna i think it's gonna reach there i think it's gonna reach there um so but that's the projections right there so 250 up to 250 million domestically, man, uh, and 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 the fact that we're still in the apocalypse slightly, I guess you could say it's not as bad, of course, as it was uh, last year and, and beginning of this year. But I think we're, you know, things are kind of loosening up. I think people are getting a little more confident. You know, people are getting vaccinated. People are really, you know, you know, they're kind of just getting a little bit more confident to go. I've noticed, you know, it's just seeing some of the the, the blockbusters that came out. This year the, the theaters they haven't been, you know, sold out quite yet, but they've been pretty good. It's been it's it's been more than 50% usually when I when I'm going and it seems like everything's pretty much back when it comes to going back to the movie theater, which is good. It's a good thing and if Spider-Man's going to bring people back even more to the movie theaters, I'm all for it. I'm all for it, so uh exciting stuff so i i but I'm, I'm gonna call it right now i'm i'm really thinking that it's going to make a billion dollars so um i just wish the matrix would be like you know close i don't know just at least a half a billion that the matrix is gonna make but i just kind of worry that it's not even though the marketing has been so great the marketing for the matrix has been ah uh, it's been fucking fantastic, man. But it's just, man, I'm just kind of wondering if it's gonna get outshined by all this Spider-Man hype. That's what I hate about all this. Now it's like, back in my day, you only got like one blockbuster every couple of months. Now you get one blockbuster every fucking couple of days. That's what sucks. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. I just, you know, let's let's go. Let's also support the Matrix too, because I'm I'm more excited for that than Spider-Man. I'm excited for Spider-Man, but I'm a little bit more excited for Matrix Resurrection. So. I don't know. We'll see. In Keanu, I believe. Come on. Do it for Keanu Reeves, please. Anyways. All right. So there all that was. Boop. Yeah. And boop. All right. So there's all the uh, subjects today. Let's go to the Twitter questions. Let's see what you guys have to say on the Twitters. Uh, let's see. Boop. Where am I at here? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Nope not that one. Uh, where's, where am I at here? Ah, man, I can't even see where my thing is here. I, I got people arguing it, and that's why, because I got freaking people arguing in my freaking mentions about stuff. You gotta love it. Uh, okay, so let's go to the Twitter questions right here. Okay, Mr. Eric M. Blake. Uh, hey Dave. What film genre would you most want to see more of nowadays? Personally, I miss Westerns and I'm tired of the ones we get being so super gritty. No sense of beauty of epic scale anymore. Yeah. Uh, Patreon stream soon. Yeah, like I said, we might have to do that Sunday because birthday thing just kind of came up. Um, genre. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, if you had a Yeah. But I kind of like the grittiness of it. But, you know, maybe there could be like a combination of like have the gritty, but also have the beauty. some of that, but yeah, I mean, I I get, what you're saying, but it's kind of hard to, uh, you know, make it not, (laughs) not gritty nowadays, you know, uh, is there any other genre that's like, that we're kind of lacking of right now? Um, I mean, I think, uh, when it came to, um, I mean, what, what James Wan did with Malignant, I mean, stuff like that, I want I mean, that's kind of like, that's kind of simmered down. I want more of that kind of stuff, that kind of horror, uh, the body horror, whatever the hell they call it, that's, you know, crazy and trippy and very, very much old school-like. Yeah, I kind of miss that stuff a little bit too. Cooper Knox. I know people are skeptical, but based on the wording in today's Black Adam exclusive, I think... Henry Cavill's return as Superman is secured in the bag. I really hope so. I hope it's going to be a big, huge, honking surprise that we get and he just shows up in Black Adam or something. i just really hoping so. Really hoping so. Jacob, I appreciate this guy's passion, how he speaks about the character. The art, source material is really what makes me hyped about this movie. Like, he gets it. Every other DC movie, I'm just like, whatever, I'll watch it. But when was the last time an actor did really got you excited. Yeah. I admit. I mean that's just that just it yeah. That suit, everything. Everything looks really good when it comes to that. I'm wondering why they didn't go with the pointed ears though. Like I understand we're not going to put that we're, we're not going to put a freaking uh, a piece, a hairpiece that comes to that widow's peak that you know Black Adam usually has. But why not the pointed ears? Maybe they just looked a little too ridiculous. They probably did some kind of test or something, but just really digging the costume. But yeah, I mean, when whenever like an actor is really passionate about something, it does make it just a little bit more exciting. Uh, Mr. VF right here. Do you think that Dwayne Johnson is telling the world that Henry Cavill will eventually be in Black Adam movie whether Hamada likes it or not? Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet if he did because who the fuck gives a shit about what Hamada wants? That's why when I when I... You know some of these guys. It's the Hamada verse. What the fuck is he doing? It's not his verse. They're really, I mean, there is a DC universe still, but there's not really anybody that's shaping it. Yes, it is kind of all over the place right now. I don't know, because let's face it, it's just it's just the way it is. Um, but yeah, I I think I think I think the you know people want to hear what Dwayne Johnson says, not Walter fucking Hamada. Let's expand the Snyderverse even more. Booster Gold, I could totally see that. I could totally see Matthias Matthias playing uh, Booster Gold, of course. That'd be pretty sweet. I don't know if they'd want him to have, like, to keep his, you know, German-type accent or he would have to do an American accent. But, uh, yeah, that'd be a good choice, a good casting choice. Uh, Marcelo, why doesn't... Warner Brothers put a mega movie producer in charge of DC, someone who communicates with fans. Yesterday, Kevin Feige announced the return of Charlie Cox as Daredevil. Meanwhile, we don't know about the future of uh, Superman Justice League and Hamada doesn't even show up to do interviews. Exactly. That's why I say, what the fuck is that guy even doing? I mean, stop giving him credit for even doing anything. Stop calling it the Hamadaverse. Okay, I'm calling it the Reeves verse over in Batman. I'll call the Johnson verse, which sounds interesting. Uh, the Johnson verse over here. Uh, there's just kind of all these kind of universes happening. We got the Muschetti verse. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, uh, I totally agree with that. What you guys are saying about that. So, uh, fuck, I got lost my place. All right, then finally, Mr. Murdoch Wayne John. It's incredibly curious. Let's see. It's incredibly curious that both Henry and now The Rock have spoken loudly about Superman and the DCEU during the middle of a merger with Discovery. Remember that Zaslav will be paying attention to what they and the fans are saying. Let's let's trend Henry Cavill Superman again. See, Mr. Murdoch Wayne is thinking here. He's thinking. Yes, trend the shit, trend the shit, because Zaslav... And Dwayne Johnson are paying attention to this. They are paying attention to this, so why not? You know? Somebody come up with a campaign where we just talk about Henry Cavill, Superman. Just, you know, nothing about, nothing that's demanding anything. Not really demanding, but just kind of showing the appreciation for what we've gotten from Henry Cavill. Similar to, like, when we said, thank you, Batfleck, or we did a campaign or something like that. It's just kind of like, it's not like... We're not sounding like "Ah, we're just like demanding, you know, crybaby fans or something like that. We're just constantly demanding. No, we're just showing how much we loved what we got when it came to certain actors playing these certain roles, you know, and getting something to trend again. So why not have that? I mean. If anybody wants to do that, go for it, man. I'll, I'll tweet it out, too. Henry, Hashtag Henry Cavill Superman. Make a trend again um, or something. So, you know, and just show awesome gifts, show artwork, show clips, show all that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing that. Nothing wrong with doing that. Um, even though I did admit that, you know, I don't want the Justice League sequels. I know you guys are heartbroken that I said that, but, you know. I know, Corden, I, I, I'm just, you know, these guys figured me out. They were like, yeah, he doesn't want the sequels. He he wants a stupid book. I'm like, yeah, how about that? I just, I, yeah, I, wanna, I want a damn graphic novel more than I want live action. They figured me out, guys, you know, guilty. Put it across my head. Just totally just figured me out. Shit, I should be a little bit more, you know, should try to hide that side of me more that I just, you know, I've been always anti-Snyder this whole time for the past three years, especially Jeez, Jesus. So Zach for life. Yes, Zach. Yeah. And then you never know, maybe after anything that's happening over at Netflix, you never know years down the road. Well, or like I said, if he just kind of goes, Hey, We're going to do my stuff. You're going to direct. I'm just going to kind of be a producer back here. Just like what we were talking about with Patty Jenkins yesterday when it came to Cleopatra. She knew she had a little too much on her plate, so she had to lighten up the load a bit. So now she's not going to direct Cleopatra. She's only going to produce it. She's very much going to be involved, but she's going to mainly be working over here while that's all happening. Hopefully that can maybe... if. If something happens where we start kicking stuff into gear and Dwayne Johnson, I mean, that'd be sweet if Dwayne Johnson ends up being like the savior, not just like changing the hierarchy of the DC universe. Why not be the savior? Why don't you just say stuff like that? Like, hey, we're going to start bringing back some of the stuff that you guys liked. We're going to restore the Snyderverse or whatever the hell. That's what you just that's that would be pretty sweet to see. But at the same time, you just got to remember that Zach has a lot going on over at Netflix So you have to be happy with whatever he decides to do or it's not going to cause him where he doesn't sleep for a fucking decade. Okay, that's all. That's all. That's all. But if he wants to, uh, you know, he wants to say, like, hey, you guys do this, you guys do that, you guys do that. Here's the here's the here's that final. There's that here's that whiteboard that I didn't show that that last little piece. I don't know how big it is. I know I, I think I've talked about it with someone with some people, too. It's like, how big is that whiteboard that we have not really exactly seen that he's kept hidden? He's had, he said he had one more left. From what I gathered, it was like more of the outline of what was actually going to happen. But then again, it could be, you know. It could be just as big as what was uh, what we saw in the old old office that he had at the Warner Brothers lot. So who knows? Yes. Uh, I'm just working with the uh, with Jeff Johns. He still he continues to send me paychecks. I still can't believe that that I've actually gotten accused of that, too. You know, over over the last three years, I've gotten accused for being paid by Jeff Johns. (laughs) That's why you just kind of got to find it funny when these guys just, you know, they still get triggered. Big time, you know, but I like to make the jokes. It's all jokes. It's all fun, guys. It's all fun and dandy. It's all fun and it's all. Did I say fun and dandy? Fine and dandy, I should say. But it is all fun. So anyways, guys. All right. So let's go ahead. Let's cue the music. Let's go ahead and wrap this up right now. Thank you guys for clicking in. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave make sure you subscribe to the channel if you want to become a member and uh, be part of the post show stream that I'm going to be doing directly after this. If you members out there just look for your uh, look for the link on your YouTube feed and we'll talk for a little bit after this. And um, of course we got the Film Junkie Closet, got the Patreon if you want to help out the pirate ship right up there. I sure would appreciate it. And uh, we'll figure out when we're going to do that next Patreon stream. I think we'll just maybe have to push it to Sunday this uh, this weekend. So anyway, so do that and then, of course the Film Junkie Closet down below all that great stuff so i'll see you guys uh you regular folk tomorrow same junkie time same junkie channel uh right here and we'll talk about some good stuff and hopefully we'll get some more goodies and whatnot tomorrow so anyways guys love ya talk to you later